I made it to Forbes. <laughs> Yo, what up guys? It's your boy Williams Fitness back again with another video and we've got the one and only Tony Hughes who's obviously repping GI and Enhanced 2. Um, obviously, we've got had to get him on the channel. We had Kenny KO on yesterday. Um, we've obviously got Tony on today and you know we're going to be talking solely about steroids, Enhanced 2. And we wanted to get some content out that was mainly to help you guys as my fans and followers um, and just actual genuinely real world advice um, on not just like steroids protocol and obviously Dr. Tony Huge is gonna if not be informative for you at least point you in the right direction with regards to his channel his social media etc so what I first wanted to kick off with was when did you first start, start taking steroids and why? Age 30. I'm now 37. So I've been using steroids for seven years. I trained natural ever since I was something like 12 years old. So I trained natural most of my life and then introduced steroids more recently. And the reason why is, although I knew I was always going to use steroids, I thought I was going to start when I was 35. Because from my research uh, in prioritizing health and longevity, 35 is about the right time to start using testosterone to keep us at an optimal range. Uh, unless we want to arrange our entire lifestyle around optimal natural testosterone production, which I don't want to hassle with that, so I'd rather supplement with the testosterone. But I went to a bodybuilding show where I saw my friend, one of my best friends, transform before my own eyes, and I thought I was jacked. I had this delusion that most natural athletes have, which is that, you know, you know I'm the biggest guy in the gym, because I was. As a natural, I was almost always the biggest guy in the gym, one of the top 30 biggest guys in, in, you know, my Northern California, Sacramento area as a natural. And, and so I had an ego about that. Like I don't need steroids. Right. But when I saw my, my friend transform and, and I, and I saw him up close and I saw the muscle density change and the striations and the detail and the symmetry. And I was like, ah, steroids are not just about getting huge. I'm already big enough without steroids. Steroids are about fine tuning the physique, about bringing up, uh, muscles that are hard to develop based on your genetics about being able to maintain the muscle even if you don't have the perfect diet and training because I used to train perfectly and I used to diet perfectly and my life had to revolve around it in order to maintain and build this muscle and I no longer wanted my my muscle to be an, a liability I wanted it to be an asset so I was like all right I need to take the chemistry to the next level so that I can have an awesome physique with spending less time at it and I can start working on my weak points and you know, doing things like bringing out these muscle striations and the definition that I, I could never get as, as a natural, you know, to mature the muscle. Okay, so following on from that, what's, what's been like the worst side effects with regards to like what sort of drugs, has it been like insulin, growth? What, what's been like the biggest issue you've had with, obviously you, you're renowned for experimenting on yourself to find out what mainly works for you and obviously pass that knowledge on to others. What's been the, the most, not dangerous, but one that's tripped you up the most along the way? Yeah, and when I first started steroids, I knew that steroids in general had side effects. And I, and I also knew when I started with steroids, I, I eventually wanted to transition to SARMs because I had friends who had experimented with SARMs, you know, starting 
15 years ago, right, when SARMs first ever came out. And so I had watched it and saw that they had no side effects from it. So I, I knew I wanted to start with the real stuff and then switch to what, what I could use more long-term for health and longevity. But along the way, um, because I love experimenting, I ended up experimenting with most the steroids and performance-enhancing drugs out there. And one of the things I take the most pleasure in doing is breaking the taboos and giving people context and showing you know, relatively what is dangerous and which is safe. Because it, surprisingly, in bodybuilding, the drugs that are the most dangerous are not steroids. Uh, the most dangerous drugs are insulin, uh, stimulants and diuretics, not steroids, right? So I've seen friends harm their health more with diuretics than steroids, for sure. Yeah. Uh, insulin, obviously, near-death experiences, I've seen many of those in overdosing insulin. If insulin is used correctly, it's extremely safe, it's extremely healthy, but I do agree that most people are not smart enough or don't get enough education before using it to where insulin could be dangerous. And then with stimulants, everybody's uh, abusing stimulants. And most of the bodybuilders that I know that have serious health, health effects are from the stimulants, not from the steroids. So I'm not really worried about so much of the steroid side effects, although I have had some, for example, lactation, which I'm famous for showing. We'll see if I actually can lactate on camera on on short notice. Yeah, there we go. So there is lactation. Um, but I think of it yeah, I think of it as a, a superpower, not not as a, not a super glue. <laughs> yeah. So I've had that. Um, I have had no hair loss. You know, there's a lot of um, critics and jokes online about me losing my hair, but I actually have lost no hair from steroids. Uh, I've lost a lot of hair from being a lawyer and, and very stressful careers and stressful female situations. Um, acne, I don't really get acne from steroids because I had used Accutane when I was younger, which kind of prevents me from being able to get acne. But I do always get cysts, but that has nothing to do with acne, that has to do with ingrown hairs. Yeah. Um, I've had no prostate issues according to my blood work. I've ha I have extensive blood work done constantly, probably more than anybody else I've ever met in my life. And certainly more than any bodybuilder I've ever met. And uh, the only major impact on, on my blood work is my cholesterol. But when I noticed that steroids started impacting my cholesterol early on, and I researched deeply, I found that the lipid profile that we test for is actually not a good indicator of cardiovascular health. So I'm actually not, even though people will say, oh my God, he's gonna die of a heart attack. I've had all these heart tests done to prove that my heart's in perfect condition. I have no arterial plaque, and yet my lipid profile is bad. Uh, but other than that, I don't really have a lot of side effects. I mean, I've had, I've had like Formafil injections, not Formafil, but other side enhancement injections go bad. I've had bad steroid batches that I've used. But like if I'm using clean stuff in, in responsible dosages, I'm not really getting many side effects. Have you had any issues? I mean, this is from that personal experience. I had, um, I had a bilateral pulmonary embolism. Um, and I was on quite a heavy stack. This was about three years ago. And I think it was basically a case of I had a clot in my calf that obviously moved um, to obviously my, my lungs. So now I'm on like medication for life. I'm on a drug called Rivaroxaban, um, which is like a blood thinner stroke anticoagulant. And I'm on uh, levothyroxine because I abused T3 quite a lot. Now, what mm -hmm. advice off the back of that would you give not just someone myself, but somebody coming through um, who's obviously, because a lot of these young guys will start off with something simple like D-ball. Every cycle it goes up and up and up and up. 
what real world advice would you give these young lads that are, that are doing these things? Yeah. Okay. I'll answer that after I have uh, Coach Tyler say hi real quick and Coach Trevor <laughs> just say hi real quick before he answers questions. Hey, there we man. Go. What's going on? <laughs> Go find you. Good. We might bring them in a, in a minute, but I'll answer that. Um, so when we use steroids, our blood, just generally speaking, gets thicker. And so we need to extract that, that blood, uh, those extra platelets, that, that extra hemoglobin, those, those red extra red blood cells. And so our body can make new, fresh blood. And so what I do is I, it's called therapeutic phlebotomy. I drain my own blood. My platelets get really high, which was my concern exactly, like a, an embolism or something where I'm, I'm, my blood is, starts coagulating in my bloodstream or, or it could lead to something like a stroke, a heart attack, an embolism. So yeah, that, it's, it's about donating blood, checking blood work, keeping the blood thinner. There's a huge debate about using aspirin. I've done a lot of research on aspirin yeah. for bodybuilders. I do believe that 82 milligrams of aspirin per day for most people, although it depends on how, how they react to it genetically, but for most bodybuilders would be a very healthy choice. Um, and then as far as the thyroid, uh, it's very rare for someone to shut their own thyroid down, but I have seen it before, like in your situation. I'll say that when I first started experimenting with T3 uh, and I was afraid of that, I did buy like a natural over-the-counter uh, thyroid support formula and I would use that as sort of my thyroid PCT. And I would be careful not to do high doses of T3 for too long. And yeah. usually Coach Trevor's protocols for the thyroid are to not use very much T3, but instead to use a lot of T4 because you can't really damage yourself. with You can't take too much of T4 because your body can only convert so much. Yeah, the conversion. Yeah, yeah. So using T4 instead of T3 and then also using all the supplements that support the thyroid and so like we have a product called all day shred, which is like a fat burning product that has no stimulants in it and it has things that stimulate the thyroid and keep the metabolism going. All the reasons we're trying this to stimulate the thyroid and increase metabolism, the all day shred does that through the same pathway and other pathways. That's a healthier way to approach it. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. So, with regards to obviously like moving on from that, um, obviously young lads, you know, are cycling really like ridiculous copious amounts of steroids nowadays. And from, from way back before I even I started at like 2021, I mean, we're talking about 12, 13 years ago. What advice medically would you advise these guys, not just on where they're sourcing the, the products from, but with, like you say, having the bloods done, health markers, these sort of things. What genuine advice would you give to, to these guys i like the idea of getting blood work before ever starting a cycle because you can never go back in time like i didn't get i don't think i tested my testosterone level before i ever started so i will never know what my natural testosterone level was you know how valuable would that information be to find out my natural testosterone level before i ever started experimenting with these compounds you know so i, I really regret that um also starting slow but it doesn't have to be crazy slow. It's just, you want to start slow enough because some people respond extremely well to these compounds. They actually yeah. don't need to use a lot of steroids and you don't really know that if you jump right into higher dosages, you don't know if you're sensitive to them or you're, a, or you respond really well, or you're going to be, uh, you have a predisposition for a certain side effect. So everybody seems to want a eight week to 16 week cycle and they choose a dosage and the compounds 
and what I try to do is educate people that it doesn't have to be rigid like that. Like you can yeah. start with, you know, start with a lower dosage and you can step that dosage up depending on how your body responds. And it's okay to switch compounds during the cycle and things like that. But there's also an advantage to starting with just one compound. And so you know how your body reacts to that compound rather than starting with a whole stack. So usually um, it's just like any scientific process. It's usually better to start with one compound at a very low dosage, assess tolerance, and then increase the dosage and then add other compounds in. So I do agree with sort of the uh, traditional steroid cycle approach of, of starting with a simple something like a testosterone only cycle or a SARMs only cycle and then adding in something else and adding in something else. But I also understand people who want to build massive amounts of muscle in short periods of time and they don't want to do much experimentation. You know, like when we did these transformations for the Enhanced 2 documentary, which in the movie doesn't really disclose all of the information because yeah. there's only an hour and a half worth of time to try to fit in 400 hours worth of footage. You know, so they have to pick and choose and they have to pick things that the general public's going to understand without getting into too much scientific detail. But we had Zeke who gained 30 pounds of muscle in three weeks, like actual permanent muscle as if, as if he had worked out for years and years, even though he had very limited experience working out, he'd never done a cycle before. And so with him, it wasn't start off with 300 milligrams of testosterone and add things in. It was like a full bone blast from day one because it's how much muscle can we build in a short period of time. So I also understand that too. And when there's a lot of these um, enemies of freedom online, not enemies of freedom, but critics or ignorant people who yeah. like blast everybody for, for, for taking a different approach than what they want to take. You know, they have to understand that every, people's goals are different. You know, people say you have to train for two years natural before you should ever start steroids well some people want to build a tremendous amount of muscle in one year you know some yeah. people want to live life a little bit faster it's understandable so it's a matter of preferences if you've got the time starting with a small amount of compounds adding compounds great but i also understand the rush and adding in a whole bunch of compounds at once i think that was the beauty with uh, with your channel and the information that you provide it's these lads and you know these guys are going to do this anyway it's better to have someone like you on social media that are ticking the boxes and basically guiding them down a path to do these things correctly, follow certain protocols without having the blood work done and things like that. And I think that's where, um, mainly why I needed to get you onto my channel so my subscribers can see that, you know, I think there's been a bit of um, a cliche around, you know, the Dr. Tony Huge name, like it's just taking steroids and that's it. Not, you know, missing the key point of, it's informative um, and it, it's it's guidance. Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll show you even more about how it's not just all about steroids. It's more about the synergy between different compounds and different growth pathways. So with the enhanced muscle anabolic matrix, we have a list of different growth pathways. And I, I use the terminology very loosely because I'm trying to, you know, educate some people that don't, don't maybe know more a lot about biology and chemistry. So we have the antigen receptor, estrogen, HGH, insulin, inflammation, myostatin, IGF, peptides, LGF, local growth factors, cortisol, DNA, volumization, neurological energy, and cell longevity. And so most people think, okay, it's all about antigen receptor. It's all about steroids. Okay. But if we're, if we're a natural, you can, by, by actually working with more of these growth pathways and working with synergy, you can actually do better than someone who's just taking steroids. Or for someone who's just taking steroids, instead of taking 
taking more steroids if they pay a little bit more attention to these other pathways and use synergy and find out what the limiting factor is based on their genetics and, and what their current cycle is, then they can have a lot more success. So it's not all about steroids. It's actually a lot less about steroids. Like it's more like I pay less attention to steroids than probably any bodybuilding coach out there. And I pay more attention to these other growth pathways. It's just that people don't understand what steroids are and they lump all these different growth pathways into this one category. Yeah. hundred percent. So obviously enhanced two is out now. Um, if you could sum up enhanced two, um, in a way that sort of sells it to my audience and why they it's it's something that they should watch. And I genuinely think it's up there with, with, you know, films like Pumping Iron. I think it's a generational marker in bodybuilding. And it, we, it's sort of a milestone where we can go, okay, this is the past, but this is what's actually happening now. This is what people are doing today. Um, how would you best sell this, this documentary, this movie? Yeah, I think one of the best ways to explain it is explain what it's not. Because when you say it's a movie about behind the scenes bodybuilding and steroids and the cutting edge chemistry, the first people thing people think is steroids, a lot of steroids. And it's really not like the dosages of the steroids used in the movie were actually pretty low. We did use a lot of growth hormone. We used a lot of insulin. We used SARMs. Uh, we used arachidonic acid. Uh, we used metformin, slin pills, like every growth pathway that we were paying attention to. And, but the movie doesn't really go into so much of, of, of the behind the scenes science about it. I think the movie mostly goes into like, you know, I'm trying to think about the theme. It's more about freedom. So you have, you have, you have sort of like on the one side, you have Chris Bell explaining that I'm basically a hero and a pioneer. Uh, I'm, I'm educating people so they can make their own informed decisions about these compounds and that these compounds are not as unhealthy as people think. And um, I really want to emphasize that, where the modern science with bodybuilding and chemistry is right now allows us to build the same amount of muscle as people used to build with heavy steroids with far less steroids by paying attention to other growth pathways and using cleaner, uh, more advanced compounds. Uh, but what was shocking, and I, I don't think it really captured it well enough because at the, con okay, there was, there's still some censorship involved is what is the problem because the results that the, participants had in the movie were actually far better than the movie represents the reason why they couldn't put that is because they were afraid they're going to get censored on on netflix and itunes so oh, wow. they actually had to put a doctor now they did want the drama they did want dr o'connor slamming me telling saying that i'm you know the end of uh, i'm gonna murder a bunch of people by telling them to use a bunch of steroids so there's a lot of negativity from dr o'connor in the movie against what i'm doing and, and that's partly for the drama, and that's partly because if they didn't put that, the movie would get censored. So it's not 100% censorship-free. It has to downplay how successful the transformations were, which is really why I'm glad to collaborate and give you whatever information you want behind the scenes about it that, that couldn't be shown in the movie. Um, but I, what, I, what, I, what I hope the movie does is show that me as an ambassador for modern chemistry and bodybuilding or the future bodybuilding chemistry has thought this out and researched this heavily that this is not just reckless that 
the cycles that we do, the compounds that we use, and the experiments that we do are actually well-funded, well-calculated, and very advanced. And uh, again, people wouldn't understand the chemistry anyways, but we tried to show and explain as much of that as possible. Yeah. So the philosophical reason behind what we do about freedom and being able to become, overcome our genetics. And uh, this is Seth Jordan, also someone who uh, is overcoming his genetics. Terrible genetics. I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> born, born as a beanpole. But man, the guy's put on a ton of muscle, like totally transformed his physique using uh, primarily SARMs. Is he going to be an enhanced three? He may be in a future transformation if he if he's up for the amount of injections. So to sign off then, uh, Tony, where can everybody find you on social media? It is difficult because I get censored all the time. Uh, so, but if you search Dr. Tony Huge, you really want to find me, you'll find me. I mean, on Facebook, I've got Anthony Hughes. I've got the YouTube channel, Dr. Tony Huge. That get, that get, that'll always get censored sometimes, so I have to pop up new channels. I've probably got about five hidden YouTube channels. And then uh, the SARMS book, there's a free book that we wrote on SARMS, SARMSbook.com. And then the, nat, the, the mainstream supplement line, GetEnhanced.shop, is all the formulas that Coach Trevor and I designed, such as the All Day Shred. And so uh, if you send me them links, I'll put them links in the description for you. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. <laughs> okay thank you for coming on tony um and i can't wait to watch enhance too and it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much buddy all right williams fitness thanks bye <laughs>